conspiracy it's a beautiful wednesday Wednesday. i hope everyone is enjoying the weather it's cold the goosebumps are rising upon (laughs) all of our skins (laughs) put a coat on and have a good one it's wednesday warm warm cup of coffee warm cup of cocoa well tea i'm a a tea guy yeah i haven't ingested caffeine in a long time really oh let me me just introduce you real quick (laughs) guys welcome to the podcast it is another day another dollar wednesdays (laughs) with matthew we got a special guest guys it's been a while since i've had a guest on the podcast and boy am i excited to introduce the first one in the new studio the man that needs no introduction You guys already probably read the title. <laughs> it is CJ slash Dip. Are we going to fight about the capitalization this time? <laughs> yep. It's still going to stay capitalized. No, I just go by bro. CJ now. I actually lost Dip recently. That's okay. A whole another story. Well, that the last time I had you on, which was God know how, like how long ago that was, I call, was calling you CJ and you were like, Dip. And can, why? why? Let's, let's hear it. Let's up. Breaking news, TMZ, Dip changes name back to CJ. Um, I was at a Buddhist thought meditation and self-compassion retreat recently. Um, and I had been, I have been, I, I'm, I always am thinking about identity and like names. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we talked about it last time. I know that you're into like names and like monikers and yeah and um i don't know i just uh i love the name dip and i love the marketability of it and i love how it (laughs) rolls off the tongue and yada 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 and it's like these past few months or you know years leading up to this the moment um has been a gradual decline of giving a fuck about image yeah yeah giving a fuck about labels like i just want to be. I think yeah I just want to be me and I don't want to I don't want to c- complicate things and I don't want to hide behind a name but it's like CJ it's also pretty like private it, it is my name but it also like you don't know my full name and like yeah. it's short it is marketable it's easy whatever yeah. if that's hey, what you want to think about try to keep the oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. my bad didn't my bad to, didn't want to interrupt the the thought though um yeah so and how recent wait can I ask first what yeah, was yeah. the origin of dip like yeah, so um do you know do I remember, honestly never what? Remember Nick Alvin? Yes. Yeah, so he came to school. Do you remember do you remember anybody calling me CJ Dippa? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. That sounds familiar. Cuz that's when I first moved to LO, um Dippa didn't exist. Dippa, that's what people would just yell at me in <laughs> school. Um why? Because you were just had a fat, long cut grizzly dip. Have you ever dipped before? Oh my! I was talking about it with some friends over the weekend. I hated it. I've done it maybe twice, and I boofed. I know I boofed same, one time. Same. I don't know. First the time I did it. Yeah. Baseball trip. I remember oh, like all the kids classic. were like, it was like Tommy Ainsworth, Nick Bassett. <laughs> 
Shout out to them though for. I'm sure we did it with the same people too. It's fucking. And they were like, "Yo, I bought this. It's baseball. You know, we got to do it." Yeah. I put it in just instantly. Oh. Broke my dinner. It's disgusting. Never disgusting. again. Um, yeah, that's another th- reason that I'm glad it, I'm getting rid of it. Not, it's not a big reason, but I don't like being associated with that shit because it's so yeah. gnarly. But, um, yeah. So there was a. 13 year old if you were doing youtube you could cut in a clip of this because there was a 13 year old rapper which i think you should by the way um i remember you talking about that on your last podcast um, yeah i'm lagging fuck it there's a <laughs> your pings fucked um you're uh there's a 13 year old rapper on america's got talent named cj dippa no I'm all about the bling and I'm all about the swagger. When I walk into the club, all the girls go wild. This didn't even rhyme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's wearing, you know, 4940 fucking snapback hat and all this shit. (laughs) And uh, Walmart looking ass rapper, um, white kid. And and so Nick just starts calling me this. I didn't watch America's Got Talent. I don't know how he fucking saw the clip, but he started calling me it and spreading the the video around and so everyone just started calling me it and i just uh, uh, embraced it i was like yeah fuck it changed my twitter name to that and shit and because that's so important for identity yeah (laughs) i mean shit back then it was pretty back then that's how you made a statement it was tweeter for real um yeah and then matt stathis shout out the boy um shout out started calling me dip and i was like oh i like that way better yeah and so i just went for that for a long time yeah but and it was just recently you're kind of like eh. yeah it was like two months ago i was at that retreat um and you know when you're in a, a zone like that you really just kind of look at facets of your life and be like god what what yeah. am i thinking like what is the point of uh-huh. this like i'm thinking about what it means to be I, oh yeah so i think a really important part of this is like coming to terms with the person the people that we've been the person that we've been in the past yeah it's like i've like the reason i went to this retreat among other things is that it was a self-compassion retreat like i've had like self-loathing for so long uh-huh. like I've, I've, I've really disliked the person that i was when i was called cj dippa and yeah. when i was called dip i didn't uh-huh. like that person and instead of getting rid of the name dip i was getting trying to get rid of the name cj like i was like hating yeah. on the name cj i was like trying to get rid of that uh-huh but then when i was at that retreat and i was just meditating and like really tapped in with everything i was like damn like i just want to be like i'm not getting rid of my legal name which i'm not going to say but <laughs> <laughs> cj is a moniker for yeah. that name and i was like i'm just gonna sit with cj and like i'm okay with it now like i've accepted like my past and i'm accepting my present and i want my future to be to have no I don't need more than one name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And, and it's, so, cra- it's crazy how that name came from just, like, someone else. When you really true. think about it and then you, like, <laughs> embrace it, you're like, the origin of that is, like, crazy. Yeah. Because you know? like, I did choose CJ. Like, I I, I don't have to be my, – my first name is Christopher. And, like, I don't have to go by CJ, but that is something that I'm – I'm coming to terms with and, and resonating with, and that's very true. It's like I didn't choose Dip or Dippa or anything like that, but it feels like CJ has just like kind of been there the whole time. Yeah, I guess. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Always there. Yeah, yeah. Can I ask you more about like the retreat? Was that yeah. the most recent one like that you've been done, or um, in the past year? Do you do a lot? Yeah. Uh, is that the most recent one? I do a lot of stuff. Like I just went to yoga before I came here. Um, 
Big yoga guy. Big yogi. Um, that was definitely the most like recent organized thing. Yeah. Um, I've been going to a lot, a lot of Buddhist recovery meetings, like sober meetings, like uh-huh. AA, but I hate AA. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was finding alternatives for it. Um, but the, yeah, that, that event, that retreat, it's so interesting to call it a retreat because yeah. that means you're like running away. I was, I was going to ask that. Yeah. Was it, is it, you're not running away. You're where is, where is it? Can I ask? Where yeah, it is? yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a Brighton Bush hot springs. Have you ever heard of that place? No. Brighton Bush hot springs, save up some money, go out there for a night. It's not cheap, but it's amazing. Yeah. It's uh it's this uh hot springs hippie i could talk about it forever it's this hot springs it, hippie commu- community um pe- commune uh-oh uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> you're in a cult cj's in a cult guys dude well it's actually fascinating because i recently learned the history of it um and and the chinese government because it's this this place was founded in like the 1920s or, or uh-huh. 1940s i think the 1920s is when the original owners and blah blah blah, blah. but yeah this place was so well known for being a self-sufficient community um, that the Chinese government, it came up on their rad- radar, the communist regime of China, what flew out people to experience it, and then they flew out the founder to some Chinese Whoa. thing to talk about it. Yeah, Whoa. which is crazy. Um, where is this? Can I ask where this is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's in. Uh, you can ask me anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's in. Uh, uh come on baby starts with a d it's um towards bend detroit it's right it's like you know like you know when you pull into detroit and you're on your way to bend there's just like the three little there's like a gas station like little restaurant right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's literally that little four-way stop you take a left and it's just like into the mountains up there huh um and so it was super heavily affected by the fires god it's such a fucking cool story this Go whole off, place man. Is well, I was crazy. I was there in that area not long ago, a couple months ago, and I remember seeing you saw the, the fire. trees, yeah, the fires, dunzo. and I was like, "Damn, this it's is- heavy." But there's yeah, the story of how they so like five firefighters stayed and they fought this fire, like faced the fucking fire to try to wow. save this place because it's like seventy percent of the property got burned to the ground. Like these houses that had been there since the since the twenties. That's what it was. So like originally it was a campsite. And there was all these old A-frames that got burnt to the ground, but, like, they saved the original lodge, and they saved the kitchen, and, like, they saved a couple of the meditation huts, and, like, uh-huh. but it used to be this, and it still is because they're rebuilding fast because people really care about this place. So there's a lot of donators. There's a lot of um, people going back oh. to try to support it, um, volunteers and shit. And it's a fully self-sustaining, so fully off the grid. They have their, they have their own uh, sources of water, electricity, um, they have at times been fully sustaining for food, but because of the fire and because of uh, economic reasons, they're like they have a, a pretty close relationship with the Detroit community where they have like a, a exchange with the farmers. So they'll come and like they they drive their golf cart down into town and come back with fresh food. Okay, it's pretty okay. lit. Um, That's nice. Yeah, but it's long story short. Long story long, it's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a uh, amazing place to go and disconnect because there's no cell service and there's everyone who works there is a 
usually a migrating worker. So like there's a lot of young people who are there to practice their meditation, to practice their modality of thought, whatever that is. Like uh-huh. they, someone like me who I'm about to share with you, like what I'm going to do next in my life is like going to places like these to really have a community and have uh, an, a constant flux of interesting people that come through and get to experience what it's like to be off the grid and to be tapped into the soul and so the energy there is super hippie super psychedelic super communal super it's like all vegan amazing fucking vegan food and like you know everyone who works there uh has the opportunity to share their interests and share their talents so there's like daily um yoga daily meditation daily dream uh, analysis daily hiking Whoa. daily you know just whatever the vo- whatever no, not volunteers actually get paid whatever the workers want to share you know music whatever it is they have the opportunity to do that which is something that i'm really interested in which is something i'm really looking forward to my next path is to just be able to share uh-huh. my shit you don't have to be a professional yeah you, know? you can just do just it. whatever you love whatever you feel yeah and so like these raw raw energy from this location i was actually thinking about it today so it's interesting that we we're talking about it um this location is really important to Native Americans or indigenous people of this area um, because the water was hot for the first time in these people's lives. You know, it's probably it's been thousands of years since they first discovered it. We don't even know when they did or how yeah. they did. But, you know, they're living their lives on the Willamette and on the Columbia and on the ocean. And then they're trekking up here in the winter and they're all just posted up all winter yeah. taking fucking baths yeah. for the f- like warm warm water bro like they didn't they didn't do the settler shit where you like get a metal pan and fucking heat <laughs> water up and then get get in it like they didn't do yeah, that yeah, yeah yeah just all year you're taking cold showers until you go up to there and so it's this like be- it's this like magical place where you have healing powers and you know every everybody's going there and getting fucking peaceful and shit and so there's this aura of health and community and it's been carried on and it's like really beautiful because like yes technically it's been um colonized or whatever like it's a white dude that owns this but he is so fucking pure and so attentive to that he's like written in these crazy bylaws he like totally fucked the system and went through all these huge loopholes so like the government can never take this place whoa like even if it was even if it goes bankrupt it gets defaulted into indigenous people like the nearby tribes like property so it's like totally protected. It's crazy how many hoops he had to jump through, but he did it, which is awesome. Um, yeah. And we all should learn from this dude, uh, just like the Chinese government tried to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, bro, for example, just like to give you one anecdote from my experience there, like I, for the first time, believe in spirits now. Really? Yeah. In like, what way? I was, um, and I've been, I've been a full non-believer, like that fucking tape set is really dope um thank you i have not I've, for the for the uh, listeners there's a tape thing behind me yeah i don't even know what to call that tape shelf tape shelf tape yeah tape shelves works, <laughs> works for me. that's cool it's like built specifically <laughs> for that juliet actually found it at a uh estate sale i just got some green guys hey step one guy to, to the, the top. top okay um <laughs> Uh, what was I saying? Uh, about spirits, bro. Spirits. Give me, what, what, what's, what's with the thing? Oh, yeah, I saw a ghost. Nice tape, Dad. <laughs> yeah. I thought, you know, I thought you saw a ghost behind me, bro. You pointed behind me, and I was like, spirits? <laughs> um, we, uh, yeah, so my mom and I were staying. I went with my mom, which is also awesome. She's a 
yogi person that was really nice. good for our relationship. Um, and we were staying like closest possible hut to the river. I mean, to the, um, well, to the river, yes, and to the pools, the sacred pools, the yeah. hot spring pools. Um, and, you know, I was getting tapped into my soul, tapped into the energy. Tap- I, I believe in, I've all, for a very long time, I've believed in energy, I've believed in soul, I believe in, you know, some divine source, but I've been a skeptic for like entities i wouldn't Uh even call it ghosts like i think i I know what you mean just like kind of other energy around you like tangible yeah like when i when i think of the word ghost i think of a dead person's spirit yeah but when i say entity i mean like there is something other than it's not like matt died and now he's haunting this apartment Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like i was actually thinking about it today and it was like kind of tripping me out a little bit um that like i think entities get created from a culmination of human connection in so, that space or in that, in that space. area i i could say I, that's a very good way to put it yeah so like if there's negative entities maybe in an insane asylum yeah. where it was like this negative shit was going on in the human experience that created this hindering so like okay whoa so like what if we had a, an insane asylum that people were tortured and they were treated mis- poorly and so there's this giant culmination of negative energy the way to to ease that energy would to be to turn that uh, decapitated building into like a rehabilitation yes. center, like an actual yes. healthy one. Like that would be how to like fix that, that karma. Yes. Whereas people say like, oh, that ghost needs to fix their karma before they can go to the afterlife. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. maybe how we take a step forward with that. Okay. But, um, so yeah, I, I think I experienced the entity of this age old native indigenous positive healing thing that was going on it's like i god i i know i have it i know i have it in my journal somewhere the like uh the actual experience i I should yeah definitely go look at this again but um all i can really recite off the top of my head was i was having this vivid dream about something regarding the energy something regarding the way that i need to you know exercise my life and to be more in touch with everything and then i straight up for the first time in my life felt okay so i'm laying on my back in Uh bed and i feel the pressure of two hands and two feet slowly crawling up the sides of my body like someone is about to come like kiss like centrally kiss okay okay and it goes like one, two, three, four, and I wake up and look, and I'm just like so expecting to see somebody right there. Uh-huh. Like I could like feel that fucking yeah. the the. It wasn't like they were touching my leg; they were just like pressing phantom, like pressing the the sheet tighter around as they okay. came up. And bro, I I've never like I was frightened and like in awe and like, huh? I don't even know how it's really affected me. I mean it. You know, so many things have led up to me changing my own life recently. And like, I'm not going to say that that was a life changing experience, but I can definitely say that from that experience, my mind has been open to a lot of things that I was very skeptical about before. So, yeah. And how, how has that taken, like, what have you, what, what road have you gone down after that experience? Like, have you looked into more things or what have you thought differently Mm, about that experience? While like, I think about that, what do you think about ghosts and spirits and entities? 
I mean, I definitely like the insane asylum and like the the aura of a place. That makes a lot of sense to me. Like, I definitely, I haven't had any personal experiences yeah. with that. But do you have friends that you believe that have told you stuff? Uh, I mean, it's not that I don't believe. Like, I'm open to so many things. It's just I haven't experienced yeah. it, so I couldn't say for a fact like, oh, that's true yeah, from yeah. my perspective. But I take it all in. Like, it makes sense. Yeah, I'm not, you know, and. Yeah, I don't know. I think the way you put it is genius. I've never thought about it. I like thought that, about honestly. that two hours ago. <laughs> damn. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and ghosts. I mean, I mean the 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 see through person going around haunting a place. Not really. Yeah. You know, Juliet and I have an ongoing bit. Like this door just closes automatically, like full shut. <laughs> like straight up like someone like actually just pulled it oh the ghost is pissed again yeah and we were like, we named the ghost clyde so nice yeah love that so no that's Clyde's probably in here right now what up clyde yo <laughs> I give it down. your guys fucking podcast sucks Fuck you. <laughs> well that's what happened during yoga is a fucking door open and i was like oh we got ghosts in here and this uh, astrology chick next to me was like wait did you actually see one and i was like, <laughs> I was like no the fucking door opened um <laughs> See, I'm saying I believe in ghosts now, and I still judge astrology people. God, uh, I know it's wild. Have, oh, do you do? You, are you a big in, into astrology or not? Um, I can't lie. I can't. I can't go ahead and say that it's wrong when I'm yeah. reading the thing. Like uh-huh. it's pretty accurate. I'm an Aries boy. Um, Aries. But I'm. You know, I think. I think the macro way to say is like, I can see some truth, and I'm not going to let it guide my decisions yeah and i think that's the most rooted way of looking at it if you want to use it to um kind of like i think it's a really good way for people to have some sort of interesting and like engaging uh introduction to uh, spirituality or something yeah like uh like personality um awareness yeah like oh man i am a you know it's kind of a rudimentary like oh i am a energetic yeah, person yeah. i am a hard-headed person or whatever um makes I am you a think fire about yourself sign. Yeah. <laughs> it does it makes it makes people who might not get into it get into it yeah and, that, and so i support that any any modality that can bring people into this realm like i support it um, yeah but i do think that it's unreasonable to say that i was reacting poorly or being mean whatever doing something that is not right because my mars was in alignment with jupiter yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) i think that's bullshit instagram i think the people that say it know it's bullshit too yeah um astrology we're shitting on it tune in yeah i don't like i don't really like to shit on stuff um i think that's a great way to go about life yeah i really don't i think that it's really important to say about anything that you shit on my roommate and I used to talk about this a lot. Um, shout out to Luke Fennell. Um, shout out. We used to talk a lot, a lot, a lot about how there is valuable ways to talk shit, quote unquote, about people behind their backs. Explain. Go on. So it's not valuable if you're talking about someone behind your back and all you're saying is, this is why they're dumb and this is why they're dumb and this is why I hate them and this is why they're never going to be successful, like blah, blah, blah. It's yeah. like... 
if you talk about someone and you're highlighting deficiencies in their being, you got to be peppering in, if not glazing it with... (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is brought to you by cooking. Glazing. Um, Glazing it, deep frying it in in proactive concepts like this dude is doing too many drugs and let's figure out how to help him get sober yes this person talks too much shit let's figure out how to like actually address the situation with them let's say to their face hey you're talking too much shit like let don't just gossip about a gossiper yeah go talk to them or like you know this person is way too judgmental instead of just sitting there and being like and being judged yeah yeah exactly instead (laughs) of sitting there and judging them for being too judgmental do something about it yeah or like another way to go about it is to really think about why that person might be that way don't just say like and this is kind of a good metaphor for the astrology thing it's like you know don't just say that person is judgmental say man i wonder what their parents did to them yeah Yeah. you know i wonder what their older brother did to them yeah yeah. like i wonder why they are this very way. valid you know it's like don't be like oh i'm an aries so i'm this way be like oh i'm an aries and like i wonder how that how those specific traits are affecting the way that i'm reacting to yes. things not that mars is in alignment and that's why i'm acting this way but but i am from birth kind of leaning towards this type of energy so how is that affecting my day-to-day relationships yes you know? yes. yes what do you think about astrology <laughs> Throwing back the question at me like a boomerang. Uh, I never, I never really got into it. Is your GF into it? Uh, I think so a little you bit. You say partner? Not, what? You say partner? Yeah, bro. It's my partner, not my girlfriend. It's 2024. 2023. <laughs> no, uh, girlfriend, love of my life. Uh, anyway, uh, but <laughs> does I mean, it feel I that way? What? Does it feel that way? Love of my life? Yeah. Yeah. Like you guys feel like, like, holy shit. Yes. Like, that's, yeah. I've never felt that in my life before, yeah, too. I feel. Which is special. Um, but I think she has, she is, like, into it a little the bit. The fact that you don't know means that it's just enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not waking up in the morning and being like, oh, God, it's uh, the stars. <laughs> the new moon is risen. Yeah, no, it's fine. But, I mean, every time there's a full moon, I'll be like, shit, it's a full moon. You know? I don't know. I think, I mean, I think that's valid. Like, I think that, I think that there is truth in everything. I think that there's nuggets, crumbs of authenticity and connection and truth in every yes, fucking thing. It exists. Every it's part cult, of our universe. Every, every demon cult, every murderer, every, everything, every psychopath we're all a collective yeah. knowledge yeah, at the exactly. end of the day. We're all a part of the society that's just endlessly moving and changing. Like, yeah. It's it's all it's all something. I bet you I bet you like for example, I bet you like <laughs> I bet you like werewolves. This mm-hmm. is so esoteric example, yeah. but keep going. I bet you like werewolves at the full moon was oh. was actually just some fucking writer like 3,000 years ago writing about how their wife turned into a bitch whenever there was yes. a full moon. <laughs> yes. But why Why during but the full why moon? why was she turning into a bitch during the full moon? Exactly. Like, I bet you... I, I'm willing to put money on it that I'm losing value over very quickly. The, I'm willing to bet a bunch of pieces of paper that I don't believe in anymore um, that... That... Uh, that... When the moon is in specific places, there's energetic things yes. that are occurring. 
That that is the most the greatest way to look at it yeah. because. First of all, there's a floating fucking rock in this guy. Huge. Massive. How does that exist? Massive. Exactly. If that shit exists, then, you know, Bigfoot could I think be it, somewhere out there. Facts. I th- my, mo- my mom... Dude, that, so, like, I asked you if you had any, like, friends or relatives that say, like, yes, I've seen a ghost. Uh-huh. Do you have any that have like, seen anything? I mean, maybe... Not seen anything, just yeah. like had ghost felt. experience. Yeah, felt. <laughs> you know. So my presence. mom swears on her life, and she is probably the most honest person I've ever met. Uh huh. Just a good, good person. You know, she lied to me about Santa, but I was one of the first kids That's that. That's so that, fucked up. I was one of the first kids that knew it wasn't and of course i went to school and immediately told everybody wow um, <laughs> i mean honestly if you have intel like that bro, bro i was such a fucker you? i used to sell uh r- rumors for a nickel and i would just <laughs> i would just make them up on the spot <laughs> that's literally some movie shit bro like yeah. he's that one kid that's just like i rumor for, for, for a nickel. bro i think i had said this last episode but i i sold rumors for a nickel and then i started selling pieces of gum and then i started selling chips and then i started selling candy chip gum uh, Xbox games, shoes, Holy like fuck. I was a little enterprise at middle school Hustler. until the until they banned the selling of anything at school, and then they opened a student store. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, wow! Fucking wow! Fucking legend over here. And then I became a drug dealer. <laughs> and it uh, it just stems from the gum and the rumors. Yeah, man. it was all in the rumors. Um, wow, the school really just fucking monopolized that. Cucked me, yeah. <laughs> It, dude, they're the reason I went black market. That's great! Wow, I would have been a, I would have been a good old capitalist if they never. Uh, this is this is a metaphor for fucking <laughs> life, man. Right here. Oh shit. Um, but yeah, so my mom is like, just inherently an honest, honest person. Um, honest. My best friend in this world. Shouts out. Shout out to my mother. Um, she has seen Bigfoot. No way. Yep. She was driving through uh she used to live in california and she was driving to oregon it was like 3 a.m in some you know 101 back road middle of nowhere dense forest on all sides where bigfoot would be where bigfoot would be at the time that bigfoot would be out Uh so it's like oh 3 a.m she was probably tired she was probably high or whatever it's like well that's when they're gonna be out there and they gotta cross roads at some point well well oh boy and uh she she says she was fully sober. She wasn't tired at all, and a massive, hairy biped stopped in front of the like walked in front of the car. She had to stop, looked at her, and just kept on walking. What the fuck? yeah? And she says she didn't tell me this until I was twenty two. She's like, yeah. yeah, I just don't tell anybody because I know Whoa. they won't believe me. Whoa! I was like, mom, have you never told me this? Like, there's no yeah, way. This is yeah, real. She's yeah, like, yeah. that's why I've never told you. <laughs> I was like, Damn. she was, she looked completely honest. Like, yeah. And also coming from a person like your mom, where it's like pure honesty. Yeah. Like, like she has no reason to lie. To yeah. Me. No <laughs> reason at all. Literally the second coming of Santa rumor, bro. Like yeah. no way. Like, and she, you know, she's like, she's not some crackpot in the middle of the fucking forest. Who's like trying yeah. to get on CNN. She's like a very <laughs> successful businesswoman. Yeah. Like she's not going to go. She believes that this happened so much that she's not telling people. Yeah. Like that's pretty that crazy. That is kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it, it, I'm the I believe it. 
I kind of do too. I'm I very. I want it to be real. I want. Yeah. A hundred percent. Dude, remember that book we read? The Sasquatch book. Dude, I was that, thinking about that today. Dude, I, Devolution by Max yes. Brooks. Shout out to that book. That Good was a book. great book. I thought Very about like book. when when we were telling that story, I was like, holy shit, like that's scary almost. Bro, I first off, Max Brooks, author of World War Z. I want to read another book like that. I haven't read like a like a actiony like thriller because I don't like I don't like um I'm not a huge fan of of books and movies that and like reality TV type things that play on your emotions intentionally. Like in what way? Like like I don't like how popular true crime is, for example. Yeah. I think it's really unhealthy how popular that is. Yeah, I don't fuck with it at all. I so. think it's really unhealthy how obsessed we are. Maybe it's not unhealthy, but it's something we it's don't weird. talk about enough. <laughs> yeah. Weird is is uh, is a uh, is one way to put it, but I think it's it's we need to talk more about the fact that people love hearing about people getting brutally murdered. I don't know about that. I'd hate that shit. My mom eats Bro, it's that the most popular up. movie type. It's the most popular podcast. The top 7 of the top 10 podcasts are true crime oh, podcasts. Yeah. If you look on Netflix, what do we got? Ted Bundy, yep. fucking, you know, there's fucking, always a new remake yeah, getting made. Jeffrey like, fucking Dom. Yeah, and Epstein. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. Why are we obsessed with that? You know, yeah. it's like, it's wild. It's, I mean, that one makes a little bit more sense because it's right now, but. Um, regular people living regular lives wondering what it's like to be fucking wild. Insane. I think, I think it's a foreshadow that people are going crazy because it's in the back of that our minds, very, bro. Yeah. I'm willing to come out and say right now, I've thought about stomping a motherfucker before <laughs> well everyone has those random thoughts you're like i could probably you know dude i don't even want to say it because it's scary like <laughs> hearing myself say or think shit like that like, yeah i'm not that afraid of it anymore i've i've come to terms with that everyone has fucked up thoughts and that the only way that it's ever gonna not turn into bad things like if you don't talk about it yeah you know like Very if you true. if you have these thoughts and you harbor them and they begin to haunt you and you're like why am i thinking these things it must be bad that i'm thinking these things yeah. and then they start to think then about it, it more and that's where it fucking comes out in these insane people they have no one to talk to. no one to talk isolated, to bro can't be if you to at all if you, know? you see someone walking down the street talking to themselves it's because they have nobody else to talk to yeah. and we gotta talk yeah like isolation is take it from me isolation is not the move yeah um, yeah but yeah, bro, like, when I got my car broken into in Eugene, I was like, I'm about to go on a rampage with this bitch. <laughs> Look for anyone with your uh, fucking... Did you? Did they steal shit? Yeah, I think I told this on the podcast before, but it's... Uh, they... The... I had super deep tints on my car. Um, yeah. Crazy story about that one, too, but... Um, I have super dark tints on my car, and so if you smash the window, it stays together just doesn't fall in because there's the sheet over it like you would have to remove the whole window yeah 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 and so they smashed my i was it was my fault like it's well it's never your fault if your car gets broken into but i i left i came back from break from winter break or whatever and i just went straight to the party bruh i left everything in my car and went straight to the party bruh yeah and so i come back like 4 a.m and there's just a they smashed my window it all stayed together so they just like picked out glass in this little hole and like reached their hand through and the only thing that was in reach was a hair cutting kit because i shaved my head yeah, yeah yeah and 
I swear on my mama, the next week, every main homeless person had a buzz cut. I'm not <laughs> shitting you. Like, there's specifically this Woo! one this one guy who was notorious for walking down the main street with no pants on. Like, yeah. he'd be shooting up right next to his dick, like, in public in the Holy middle of the day. Fuck. We, like, fe- he, there was, like, this lore around this kid because he, like, went to high school in Eugene. And so people actually knew who he was. And so it kind of got spread around. And Whoa. he's just, like, you know, out there heroin addict. And... Fresh he came with a fresh fucking buzz cut, <laughs> and I was just livid. And like, what am I gonna do? Attack this dude? It probably yeah. wasn't him. Show me, show me your leader. <laughs> <laughs> take Who me cut to your the, hair. Take me to the barber. Um, yeah, and so you know, that's a classic uh, example right there of how I've changed as a person. Is like, you know, when I got my car broken into, I was like. I want to fucking yeah. go curb stomp yeah, a homeless yeah, yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I'm like, dude, I left my shit in there. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I'm cold, I'm gonna snag some yeah. stuff too. Like, uh huh. I think I think that's another another thing about the interesting thing about society kind of like taking a nosedive right now is uh-huh. like it really puts people in the perspective. It puts me if if you're if you're someone who looks through the eyes of others. If you're a natural born empath, uh huh, like me, like me and Matt, then you see how like you know if i'm cold and hungry and i'm looking at a fucking mansion and i can see through the window and there's a turkey on the table like yeah they got enough yeah like and i think there's gonna be i don't know revolution yeah i think there's gonna be some shit going on i think we're gonna start eating the rich dude (laughs) i'm about it i kind of am too my mom says, like, you know, one of the reasons that she tries to, like, really maintain her health and, like, stay alive is because she just wants to see what's going to happen yeah. next. Like, yeah, yeah. Because it's happening faster than it's ever happened before. In our lifetime, too, we're going to probably see some, some crazy, crazy shit. Yeah. shit's bottling up, it's about to explode. There's all those, like... Yeah, it's so funny how people like hyper analyze and like micro analyze these things. It's like, oh, there's a pattern every 80 years. Like, what happened 80 years ago? D Day. What happened 80 years before that? The Spanish flu. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like they like look at these patterns and shit. It's like, okay, yeah, every 100 years something crazy happens and something crazy is happening right now. But it's like, you can just look. Like, you don't need to look at the pattern. You can just be like, this is existing. This is this is happening right Shit's now. It's evolving yeah, into like, this. Even if it happened twenty years from now or twenty years before, like it doesn't really matter how many years, it's just happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause like you could say like, oh, every eighty years this happens, but it's like it feels like this one's gonna last longer than the ones in the past have. Yeah. Um and I hope it does, honestly. Like I I am I'm Shake not, shit up. Yeah, I'm not saying I hope people die. I'm not saying I hope, you know, people go broke or whatever, but I think there's a gross um, misconception about what natural life, like what optimized life is. Yeah. And I think that, you know, I, I believe, um, I believe some pretty wild things. And I, I think that um, there's, you know, it's, it's kind of like, I'm, let me, say i'm not at a loss for words right now uh-huh i'm you, at a hesitation of words <laughs> okay 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 <laughs> okay i think that there's uh it's innate in all living beings it is an innate piece of existence to evolve it is almost undeniable 
I don't think anything's 100% true, but it's almost undeniable that evolution exists and that in less, quote-unquote, less conscious beings, evolution occurs rapidly in everyday life. Like, if you can't fly as fast, you will not get as much food and you will not procreate. Okay. And I think that we have, and this is, you know, this, this can be misconstrued to sound like I'm fucking Hitler, but I think that we have developed these insane systems that allow people to not evolve. Yeah. And I think that there's a, this incredible divide that's occurring where the polars are getting super condensed. And so it's like, you know, and I can say this because I've lived both polars. I've Uh lived a full spectrum existence. I've been a drug dealer. I mean, a drug and a drug dealer, but a drug user um, who just wants to consume media and sit on my couch and do as little as possible to take care of myself and the world around me. And I have no empathy and no, I don't give a shit about anybody or anything. Yeah. And I'm leaning towards the fucking full opposite Mm -hmm. right now where it's like, I want to dedicate my life to the optimization of this vessel, this meat suit, my spirit, my community, like, because I believe that's the right thing to do. And I believe that's the only way I'm going to reduce my own suffering. And I believe that it's inherent in all creatures and all living things to evolve. And that we have an insane capacity for evolution. I want to see human beings that can run faster and jump higher and hold their breath longer Uh and think better. Yes. That's where I am. Like I got broke ass knees, but I think that I can think pretty fucking well yeah and i think that i'm uh folding out a red carpet for myself i'm folding out a path for myself to be able to think better and to be able to express myself in ways that will be more widely understood and received and valuable and i want i think that there's this massive divide where we're having a ton of people dedicated to and you can see it on the internet it's like you, there's this massive movement of nutrition and weightlifting bros. And like, you know, I'm not necessarily saying that that all is inherent. Like, I think there's a balance between all things in the scheme of rev- evolution. I think that a lot of weightlifters are ignorant. I think that a lot of spiritualists are fat, you know, like it's like, yeah, there's never a one, a one, one thing, one size fits all. Uh-huh. But I think that there's this huge shift of people that are not feeling okay and they're understanding that something has to change spiritually physically mentally to be okay and then there's this huge divide of people that have fallen fully into the modern ways of numbing themselves Uh like there's this never before have we had this many pills potions and and possibilities for distraction to yeah. to not go to that side because on this side the side where it tells you 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 have enough and you are enough and all the love that you need is within you and your body is capable of incredible things and your mind is incapable of credible things on that side we're not spending any more money yeah and so the the, the producers of these distractions are going to dwindle out and so they're pushing as hard as they can to get as many people as they yes. can to not better themselves yeah. to not evolve so i'm not saying it's the fault anybody's fault that we're not evolving as quickly as we could as a as a species and i'm not saying necessarily that my identity of an evolved being is right i don't yeah. think that i know what the perfect human looks like or should look like i think that that's what we're supposed to find out yes you know and that's what our that's what our that's what our priority should be 
I think yeah. our priorities are fucked. Yeah. And, and, and that's why I want to start being confident about talking about this stuff. Because if, if I start to talk about the evolution of humans and then somebody calls me a Hitler, no one's ever called me that. But it's my own, that's my own uh -huh. self-judgment. It's like someone says like, oh, you're starting to sound like Hitler because you're saying humans should evolve. It's like all animals evolve. Yeah. And I think that our focus should be on the evolution of our species i think that we should get smarter and faster and stronger yeah. in all ways holy shit you know and i think that should be our focus it's like let's make people healthier let's make people yes. smarter but it's like no let's sit more people in front of the tv let's like, sit on tiktok go to the yeah. bars holy fuck <laughs> god damn yeah <laughs> I, what the fuck dude blew my mind you i mean i'm almost i'm i'm speechless literally like does it how does it make you feel i feel like i per personally i feel like i i am i'm always trying to get to the point of evolving myself and and bettering myself and the community around me but also the distractions are distracting like i feel like i am being steered each and every way mm -hmm. back and forth and it's almost like a battle of like you know I don't know, going back and forth. I don't know, it's like the job, the fucking whatever, like the the place I, the, the environment I put myself in makes it sometimes difficult for me. 100%. To, you know, better myself, better my brain. And like, I feel like the people around me also feel the same way. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I it's think, like a, yeah. I think, um, and it's like, I know, I know it's, I know I can get there. I know it can be there. And, but it's definitely a challenge, I'd say. I think that it's a, uh, so what I'm, long story short, what my next plan is, is I, I had moved to Portland, back to Portland after a bunch of other shit. Yeah. And so much stuff has been happening the past few months. It's been the most, I've had a very interesting life and I can confidently say the last three months have been the most interesting in my fucking existence. Yeah. Four months. Um, and I found out about this uh, website called workaway.info. You ever heard of this? Never. So I'd recommend it to anybody. Um, How'd you find it? I found it through my ex-girlfriend who's my, one of my best friends, if not my best friend. Shout out to Kaz. Definitely going to send her this podcast. Shout out. Um, she and I, I could tell that story for an hour, how I met this amazing human being. Um, but she's done this before and she recommended it to me. And I'd actually heard about it before, but I'd never really talked to someone who did it. And basically, um, there's places all over the world that you can go and get three hots in a cot, which means three hot meals a day, three three meals a day and yeah. a place to sleep. Three hots in a cot. Three hots in a cot um, to for a small amount of work. Uh-huh. You know, four hours a day, five days a week. Okay. Five hours a day, five days a week. And this is not work work. This is gardening. This yeah. is yeah. talking with children and, you know, doing yeah. like like they're actual, not they're not throwing in you in front of a computer and you have to do an excel exactly like, and all the descriptions of these like pr things that you can do it's like we don't consider this work this is yeah. our life like yeah. this is this is how we exist yeah. is working with animals working with children working with spirituality it's like yeah you're gonna be you know you might be carrying picking up dog poop and and you know fucking building a 
house, but you're going to be sleeping under that house and exactly. you're playing with those dogs. It's all an ecosystem you're part of. Yeah. It's like yeah. people work 40 hours a week in America and then they spend their free time fixing their house and walking their yes. dog. But it's like, oh God, I, I read this incredible thing today. Let's see how fast I can get this out. Um, listen to this shit, bro. Wait, let me pause right, guess real quick. How much is enough? The American investment banker was at the pier of a small coastal Mexican village when a small boat with just one fisherman docked. Inside the small boat were several large fin tuna. The American complimented the Mexican on the quality of his fish and asked how long it took to catch them. The Mexican replied, only a little while. The American then asked, why didn't he stay out longer and catch more fish? The Mexican said he had enough to support his family and his immediate needs. The American then asked, but what do you do with the rest of your time? The Mexican fisher said, I stay up late, fish a little, play with my children, take a siesta with my wife Maria, stroll into the village each evening where I sip wine and play guitar with my amigos. I have a full and busy life. The American scoffed. I'm a Harvard MBA and could help you. You could spend more time fishing with the proceeds, buy a bigger boat, and with the proceeds of a bigger boat, you could buy several boats. Eventually, you could have a fleet of fishing boats. Instead of selling your catch as a middleman, you could sell directly to the processor and eventually opening your own cannery. You would control the product processing and distribution you would need to leave you would need to leave this small coastal fish uh, village and move to mexico city then la and eventually nyc where you could run your expanding enterprise the mexican fisherman said but how long will this take the american replied 15 to 20 years maybe he said but what then the american laughed and said that's the best part when the time is right you would announce an ipo and sell your company stock to the public and become very rich you would make millions the American said, then you would retire, move to a small coastal fishing village where you would sleep late, fish a little, play with your kids, take a siesta with your wife, and stroll the village in the evening, sip wine, and play guitar with your amigos. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yes. You know? Man, it really, yes. And so, like, you know, when I was in, when I moved back to Portland, I thought this was, like, the middle way for me. It was somewhere in between going to an ashram and staying in L.A., yep. and I started to go to yoga classes every day and I was going to these sober Buddhist recovery meetings and I was looking for a service, uh, not a service, a social work job so I could help people. And it's just like so fucking complicated and you have to drive everywhere to do things and you got to live in this like weird, like box of human beings and you got to like transactions, do it all all alone too. Like in, and I just started thinking like, fuck man, like what if, what if there's a place out there where, you eat sleep play together yeah you know like what if yoga's in the living room yeah and what if food is from the dirt outside exactly you know and like what if work is repairing the house that you live in you know what if work is providing i'm so i'm going to get my yoga teacher's training Uh uh-huh and i want to really um, study meditation so that you don't need to get like a certification really to, to teach meditation. But I want, I, I already know a lot of about it, but I want to uh-huh. get better at it. And there's so many opportunities for someone who is well-practiced in those things to go out and be of service. And I, I'm, and I'm, you know, partial, I'm, I'm half fluent. It's not the right word. I can really survive in Spanish. Yeah. And that's the second most common language. No, third most common behind Mandarin and English. And so I can go out and teach kids English. Even if you don't know how to speak Spanish, you can still go to any country and teach English. They yeah. want you there. See, that's the thing, bro. I finally feel wanted. Uh-huh. There's people 
out there in the world who are so much less fortunate than we are. Yes. Who want my help and I don't have to get certified, verified, or homogenized to go help. Yeah. I don't need to go. Be yourself. Bro, I was fucking putting in hours a day to try to find somewhere to volunteer. I was working my ass off to try to work for somebody else to just give my time and I couldn't fucking do it. I like found a place where I could read to kids for an hour a week. I'm willing to give you 40 hours a week of this fucking mind and body to help people and it, it, they don't want my fucking help so yeah. i'm leaving yeah. i'm out of here bro yeah <laughs> holy shit i might come around with you man dude yeah, I, I mean this is it's such an inspirational talk right here and like, i want i appreciate I, this yeah 100 really, like, i want to share this story and like I, I i you know my friend said to me yesterday or a couple days ago he says let me know if you find it yeah it yeah whatever it is let it. me know if you find yeah. it i thought that was beautiful because it's like yeah dude like you know i've i've thought that i was I really feel like every person, I think the word purpose or, uh, um, I think purpose is really charged. I think, uh, destiny is really charged, but I think that, so I, I recently, um, pretty recently interviewed, I was at Starbucks and this dude came in covered in tattoos this fucking wild face tattoo and I just like got the confidence this is something that I'm not very good at I just got the confidence like can I take your picture uh-huh. took a picture and then I said can I interview you yeah this was, this was a while like a while ago a couple this summer um he's like yeah let's do it <clears throat> one of the craziest stories I've ever heard it's actually on my YouTube channel it's the only video I have it's got like 2200 views whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah um link me what the fuck I know. I haven't shared it at all for a couple reasons. Yeah. Long story short, this dude's been accused of rape, murder, like some crazy, crazy shit. And he talks about it in the podcast that we did. We sat in the forest and talked for two and a half hours. And the only reason we stopped is because he had to go to work. Yeah. And he is unbelievably fascinating. And fuck, I can't remember why I brought it up. sharing experiences yeah i i feel like i've destiny path um i feel like i have always felt like i had some sort of purpose or like some sort of like there's been all these signs and callings to be someone who shares things and someone who has a presence and a voice and like that's been kind of my thing Uh and when I met this dude, he shared this concept. It's fucking so above my head and like so above so many people's heads that this is why we need philosophers because philosophers are basically just translators. And when you meet someone like Nicholas Malmola, which is this man, he is so fucking in it that it, it takes, it would take three translators. It would take you, me and, fucking tommy yeah to sit down for hours to dissect what the fuck he was even talking about Uh and he can just do it like he can just fucking (laughs) and i feel like i'm on that path like i feel like i have that ability as well but anyways he told me that our existence we the 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 divine consciousness the interconnectivity of all things is truly one massive being 
And this massive being, I mean, size is even irrelevant in space, but yeah. this, this collective consciousness is experiencing itself over and over and over in a multitude and infinite facets and infinite ways for the purpose of growth. Okay. You and I are talking to each other in this room. Yeah. But we're really talking to ourselves. Uh-huh. There th- through our communication we are learning about not ourselves but ourselves. Okay. Does that make sense? Kind of. Like as in not ourselves but like our our being like our what do you mean? It's like it's like to take it back to that evolution of human beings thing. It's like I think that one of the inherent qualities of an evolved society or an evolved being is the knowledge that we are not so far apart you and I. Yeah. That we're not so different. That we are truly connected on a very deep level. Yeah. And you can go so far as to say it goes so deep that there is no difference between us. That this, we are breathing okay. the same molecules. Yeah, yeah. And in reality, the the molecules that we're breathing uh-huh. do not exist without each other. And we cannot exist without those molecules. So therefore, we are those we molecules. Are the, whoa. And so we are each other. Holy shit. It's like the tree outside is breathing the carbon that we create and we're breathing the oxygen that it creates Created, from yeah. our carbon. So how are we any different from that tree? You know, it's like, yes. yeah, it's a macro perspective, but, but it makes it, it does make sense. It makes yeah. sense. And so it's this massive collective consciousness. I'm sure you've heard that concept. It's uh-huh. like this, you know, divine source or whatever. Yeah. this one being, it's really cool to think about like, you know, what if there is no, destiny there is no thing that has already been written yeah but what if consciousness created me because it was curious of what would happen if i existed Whoa. yeah and so to become tapped into our soul to become aware of the hunger of our soul the the intentions of our soul to become tapped into what we're meant to do quote unquote yeah is to really just become aware of our our innate our natural urges and to follow that path and that is like coming from somewhere right yeah. it's like hard to explain it, yeah. where it comes from i know what you mean like try to explain to me where the creative drive comes yes from. it's the same that's exactly what i'm relating it to in my yeah. head kind of that's what i think when yeah. i think of you i think of someone who is very tapped into their soul's urge for creativity yeah you know it's like something it's like crazy because it's like i couldn't you and i are not very close we've never been very close exactly but i couldn't be the person that i am today without you and you couldn't be the person that you are without me yes like this this is happening for a reason it's all led to the podcast i started and then now it's like Nah, for real, bro. I'm about to shed a tear on that. <laughs> this shit's beautiful, man. Yeah, I really appreciate you giving me a platform to to let go because I don't have the opportunity to do this very much, and it gets all pent up. Yeah, no, I I mean, you're like, I feel like your want or like 
destiny or whatever you want to call it is truly inspiring not only to me but like the people who listen to this and like i think it your way i'm bad at putting into words but like your the way you i don't know the the way you're communicating right now to me like feels very very pure Mm. and like it's something that like i really appreciate it's rare and it's like i'm bad i can't put it like stuff like this i'm bad at putting into words you know but it's like i absorb that shit like a sponge Mm. like no other and so i think it also changed this conversation i'm glad it's like on a podcast because i can listen to it back and it's Mm. like it definitely just made me think about how i you know live my life and how things are around me and stuff like that so i think it's just i don't know it's just ah fuck i think i think um yeah dude it's it's uh, to um because yeah unapologetic authenticity and honesty brutal honesty brutal's charged word but it's something that i'm trying to live by yeah. it's like just you know because i i listened to your most recent podcast and i was like fuck like i want to go on and just talk shit and like uh-huh. crack bullshit. jokes and yeah. stuff yeah, bullshit because yeah, yeah, yeah. like i can do that too yeah but you know i just this feels good too it feels like, good too it feels great and i don't do it enough and like i think that when i get around because tommy and i tommy calgren who just walked up with yeah. me he kind of got me started i think because yeah, yeah, we yeah, hadn't yeah. seen each other in a minute and he's somebody who understands like i know that you're hearing what i'm saying and that's fucking rare yeah you know like to hear these things is rare and to be able to express these things these days feels unnaturally yes. rare yes you know that's why it's fresh it feels like refreshing it feels yes <laughs> you dude you are extremely good at talking and like explaining you're you're painting visuals and images like mm. i can follow you so well bro you know the crazy thing is i'm kind of like blacked out like, like in the zone. I'm in the zone. In the zone. Yeah. Because yeah. like I would, if I wasn't so in the zone right now, I would be thinking about how to, and it's it's almost a selfish thing too, because, you know, I'm feeling s- s- like very subtly insecure about not letting you talk enough and not prompting you to talk more. And it's like, and I literally, because I listened to the last one that we did together. I've listened to that like three times yeah. since we last saw each other. Um and it wasn't until this most recent re-listening where I was like, oh, fuck, I talked the entire time. Yeah. It's like, God damn it. Yeah, but no, it's like I have the feeling of like, I don't know what to say because I'm enjoying well, your talking. And it's this like is a your perfect, podcast. Yeah, but it's also, <laughs> I made this pod. I, I love having guests on because yeah, it's yeah. like. I mean, I'm, I meant that as in like you talk to all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I personally just feel like so... I feel like I can just hear you talk all day. Like, and that's just my true honest. Yeah. No, I, I don't. And you don't, you know, I feel like, um, I've had the experience. Okay. So before I say this, cause it kind of relates is like, I have an interesting relationship with confidence. Mm-hmm. I have a, uh, because of, um, um, because of my past and because of my father and because of society and TV and all these things. Yeah. I'm very afraid of the power of the ego, ego, which is a very misconstrued word. And it doesn't really mean what a lot of people think. I have, I have a very, I'm very scared 
of self-obsession. I'm very scared of false confidence. Yeah. I'm very scared of um, ego. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know what you mean. I yeah, I'm trying to think of There has words. to be like a little, not a, I guess a balance almost, yeah. but I feel like it, you're a grounded person. I feel like I'm a pretty grounded person. Like, it's not blind confident. Blind it's not. Confidence. Yeah. It's there we like, go. That's like. But I think that comes with finding the path of the soul, being unapologetically authentic and being self-loathing, being someone who is extremely critical in self and who really puts a fucking magnifying glass on everything that I say and everything that I do and being willing to share those reflections and yes. share those negative aspects and those f- things that I'm afraid of. And, you know, that is the key. But so to go back to what sparked this train of thought is like I have been for a long time felt like I have been called to be a voice to Mm -hmm. be someone who expresses and to be someone who is seen on a scale that is larger than just myself yeah you know and so I have had to go through these massive periods of thinking that that is just my ego and that in fact I'm supposed to go sit in lotus position in a monastery somewhere yeah. and never be seen be by the quiet, public eye yeah, again gone yeah and just dissolve and and then i'm i've gone to the point where it's like i need to be the fucking most famous person in the world and i need every word i've ever said to be you know sipped on like fine wine yep, yep. and there's a middle way and there's a balance there's there's both sides that need to be experienced in life there's a pendulum that swings quite large yeah um and so something that comes with that with unapologetic authenticity and coming in, in tune with the soul's path and being aware of, of of pure intention and unadulterated intention, uninfluenced intention, what comes to you when you're sitting quietly by yourself in your room versus what comes to you when you're watching YouTube videos. You know, yeah. it's like, if I truly believe that I can create value towards the evolution of our existence, our spirits, our species, whatever you want to say, mm-hmm. If I truly believe that I was put here, quote unquote, to have an impact, then I got to get used to accepting that. Yeah. I got to get used to having some sort of confidence that says the things that I'm saying are valuable and should be heard. And they are like coming from me talking to you like, yes. And, and that's why I brought it up is because I think there's a strange disconnect that because when you were trying to say it took you a second to say it, but you got to the point where you said like, CJ, you're smart. Or like, CJ, you're doing it right. Do that. Yeah, yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, want to yeah. listen to you talk more. Yes. Like it took you a second to say that because it's not something that we say to people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's not something that I've said to myself. Yeah. And I think it should be more said. Yeah. Like I want to say to you matt i think you should keep on fucking creating i think you should never look at a number i think you should never like it's the same shit for me it's like what do we want to this right here i would do this without any results for the rest of my life yeah you know and that's the most important thing and i still don't do it enough because i get all tripped out about everything yeah (laughs) Yeah. so many fucking things to trip out about yeah fucking inspirational holy shit what do you think about um, what do you think about because we talked about this briefly on the last podcast what do you think about the 
positives and negatives of attention. As in, like, like, what do you mean? Like, you know, viral is not the right word because I've been recently, ah. I've been recently looking into, I like to look at the stories of how people got to where they are. Yeah. Like I'm not for a while, you know, for a while, it's not the right term, but it's like, I'm interested in, in overnight sensations. I think that's fascinating. Uh-huh. And it's so like in our face these days, it's kind of, I feel like it's dwindling out a little bit, which is nice, but it was very fascinating to watch how these overnight sensations affected people because yeah. that is not what I'm asking about. Cause we actually did talk about that in the last one. It's like overnight sensationalism can really fuck up a person. But what I'm more interested in these days is when someone works for it. Yeah. Like, I'm just curious, like put yourself in the position where this podcast, you just keep on doing it. You keep on sticking with it. And someday it's as big as fucking Theo Vaughn. Yeah. Like, what do you think that's going to do to you? Dude. How do you think you're going to change as a person if that happened? And is that even worth thinking about? Dude, that's what I was going to say. It's like, I haven't even got to the point where I would think about where I would be in that situation because to me, it doesn't even feel possible. Like it doesn't feel possible. Do you have to in want the most it? In the most like positive way of thinking. Like, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I, I haven't even crossed that path in my mind yet. What were you going to say? I was going to say like, do you have to want it for it to happen too? Cause it feels, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think to a certain point you do i feel like maybe i could be doing more you know because that's where that's where i'm at is like what like where am i gonna get exactly exactly i don't do something but i think it it, think it i've been living in like the small uh moments like this like this is more to me than even thinking about fame or money or whatever like this this is what fuels me this is what feeds me and obviously I, I'm like, oh, well, I, I don't want to work a nine to five for the rest of my life. I don't want to do that. Yeah. But I haven't been putting in enough work to like be able to support this. You know what I mean? And it's it's also just a fucking uh, result of just TikTok fucking capital, like all this shit. Bro, it you is know a huge I mean? result. Like, I was going to, yeah, I was going to It's like artists, empathy. artists nowadays are in charge of marketing themselves when the artist should really be in charge of the art. their artist. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just, it's a, it's a weird Bro, conundrum. Something, that, something I just in. thought of is like this fucking toxic mindset that I do not like give myself enough credit for. I was like, and still have been, damn, this is really important for me to hear this again. I'm glad. Yeah. Um, this concept that if you're not willing to work 40 hours a week, to pay for your rent, blah, 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 and then work another 40 hours Dude. to make it in the art, then you're not passionate enough. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Humans, we're not, <laughs> we are not made for that. Like, yeah. And yeah, I feel like, especially with my job, it's like, I'm also, it's like, I'm trying to divide time to be like, I need to enjoy this to like, keep doing it or like want to do it. Yeah. And enjoying it is not part of marketing and, growing yeah you know and so it's, but if you had if you had more time maybe if i didn't have a job boy oh boy i'd be on top of fucking the goddamn billboard 100, <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> no i couldn't say i mean you yeah. couldn't say who knows and that's the thing is i want to know 
Exactly. I want to. I want to know what happens if society changes. I'm so fucking yeah. curious. Yeah. I'm so fucking curious to see what happens to culture and art and like, bro. If so, like, if you think about like ancient Greece, for example, there was still, and there has been since the dawn of agricultural society. There's been a fucked up spread of economic standings. Yeah. But. In ancient Greece, there was like month long, there was months long festivals of entertainment because it was art, artistry and, and event has been so important for so long. Like the, the, uh, the, um, the show, the, the, yeah, whatever the event. And, and I think that something that we're missing that we were just talking about is this communal understanding that art is important. Instead, what we have is a bunch of isolated consumption of quote-unquote art. Art, yeah. You know, I'm not going to go into what those quotes mean. I know, yeah. But you know what I'm saying, and I'm sure everyone else knows what I'm saying. It's, It's really, you know, I was just talking with Tommy about the concept of going to the movies. I think it's still way more potent to go to a play or a musical, uh-huh. by the way, just thought of that, yeah. but going to the movies, even if you go by yourself to go be in a theater with other human beings, observing the piece just makes it that much more important. That shared yes. experience, the energy that yeah. everyone is feeling at the same time. When you like hear the real, gasp, or yes. you hear the laughs yes. of other humans, you know, it's like, instead of just sitting on fucking couch, it's like, well, it costs $20 to go to the theater. First off, it shouldn't second yeah. off, like you're paying for that experience. And so, yeah. you know, that's what I'm looking for in this, this next chapter of my life is I'm trying to go somewhere where, Oh my God, dude. Ah, oh, fuck. Like I started crying the other day. I was watching, um, I wish I could remember what movie I was watching, but um, they were dancing and chanting and screaming and running around circles around the fire. Yeah. It's like, bro, I've never done that in my life. Yeah. We know that that's where we come from. Yeah. We all know that that's where we come from. That has been happening since the dawn of man. Why doesn't it happen anymore? That's got to be. What are we missing? Oh, it was uh, was, uh, uh, the one. Dances dances with wolves, the one who dances with wolves. I don't think I've heard of that. Really good fucking movie. Really good fucking movie. Um, bro, it's yeah. I don't know. The, we've it, put we've put ourselves society has put ourselves like in this almost like fake, not fake, but this reality of consuming and then creating. It's hard to like. We're not really participating. Go back, yeah. We're almost just getting recycled over and over. If yeah, that makes any sense. Yeah. But like, yeah. I feel like that. So, so I saw this video of um, French Polynesian or New Zealand. I can't remember where specifically, but there's still a lot of places all around the world, and of course, it has to do with the indigenous people of these places. Yep. Where they're in school you are forced quote unquote to participate in these tribal dances and chants in like this exchange of massive amounts of energy. 
and in America and in a lot of European societies and, and more capitalist societies, that's not occurring. Yeah. And I feel like that, you know, I have a lot of friends that say, oh, I'm not an artist. I'm not a creative person. But that doesn't mean that you don't have a, a, a capacity for experience and participation yeah. in something that someone else has created. Yeah. It's like, you know, some of these people that I'm thinking in my head, this is a fucking perfect example. They say, I'm not creative. I'm not a creative person. But yet their favorite thing to do is to go to concerts. Yeah. Why is that? Why do wow. they love being yeah. surrounded by human beings, listening to the same song, bouncing up and down together, singing the lyrics yes. out loud? That's like the only time where we get to do that. Yeah. That's why it's so fucking popular. And that's why it's so fucking sad that it's actually going down because yeah. it's so hard to make money doing it, you know? God damn. Fucking Spotify. Fuck you. Bro, fuck Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the, I mean, like, <sighs> true, man. But bro, here's the thing is that this is why it's it's going to be super hard for me to not look like a fucking like crazy person is the only way to reestablish the live music scene, the only way to reestablish the movie theater and play and musical scene is to fucking eradicate Netflix and fucking eradicate Spotify. Yeah. You want artists to be able to afford to eat again, go back to CDs. Yes. I mean, that's that's really subjective because obviously, you know, some of these platforms are, are ways that people get notoriety. That's, but, yeah, that's the argument, but it's like... But there's better ways to do it. Yeah. Spotify's CEO is worth billions yes. of dollars. You know, yes. it's just that's the issue and we all know it. We don't have to talk about it too much, but I think that there's a, something to say. It's like, for example, it's like when people say um, that... Oh, we're being villainized for climate change when in reality we're not the ones causing it. We should be villainizing, you know, big oil big, yes. and big producers, blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's like, oh, yeah, they're saying it's our fault. Who do you think is paying them? Where do you think the money comes from? Yeah. The reason, like, yeah, me deciding to recycle my cans instead of throwing them out isn't going to save the world. But you know what would make a larger dent than recycling my cans? Just drink fucking water. Yeah. That's it. Don't consume. Don't yeah. consume. It's like, bro, <laughs> if if we lived in a society where we didn't have to drive cars, if you make a conscious decision to ride a bike every day, yeah. if you make a conscious decision to live somewhere where you can walk to work and walk to see your friends, consider that. What if you lived with your friends and yeah. lived where you work? It's like, oh, but then your life wouldn't be too too big. Well, let me recite a little story about yeah. a Mexican man yeah. in a village yeah. in Mexico. It, yes. It's like the issue sure is the fucking giant corporations but we vote with our dollar and that's yeah. such an overplayed statement but it's just true yeah. it's like i am fucking tired of having to eat plastic wrapped things i'm yeah. fucking tired of having to drive miles to see a friend i'm fucking tired of it yeah i'm fucking tired of it and yeah. i don't want to participate anymore i don't want to feed this me leaving is not going to make a dent that's going to save the yeah. world but it's going to be something it's it's better than Hopping back into the, the matrix. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's just like, it's revolution. Like it's so hard. And especially, I think it's just so hard. Dude. Cause everyone's fucking mind is numb. You know, everyone's distracted. Everyone knows. I feel like a lot of people know it's a thing, but one person thinking that is like, Oh, I'm not going to make a change. Yeah. I'm done. And the other thing is, how do we show compassion? It's like, how do I come into your house and say, you have too many possessions? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like, because it's like, you know, 
it's so ah, it's fucked. It, it, it is, is fucked. It's fucked. It's it, fucked. You you go. My mind is erasing. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! It's really fucked. And and I am looking forward to playing with it. I'm looking forward to evolving as a social speaker and someone who shares taboo thoughts. Yeah. And I can say firsthand that I used to rock supreme. I used to drive a sports car. I used to only give a fuck about yeah. girls, money, and drugs. Yeah. Like, I know, and I had to crush this fucking ego. Uh-huh. I had to lose my mind. I had to, to be suicidal, depressed, anxious, the whole spectrum. Yeah. I went through it, and I'm not expecting you to go through it too. But, but doesn't it doesn't mean is. I'm going to shut my mouth. And it's also possible. And it's like... I... Th- <sighs> <laughs> that's why you need a camera in here so wait yeah i know i know, I know. oh shit my bad um do you just want to like for the i mean we were about an hour almost an hour half in but do you want to talk about like what your future plans are yeah dude i'm down to keep going i need a pee real quick hey guys brb i'm pissing how do you have such a way with words man oh dude i was about to say um how 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 what what is this magic potion you've been putting in my ears right now that's inspiring me like no other? Um, I was about to say I have had a rough couple days, couple about a week. So I was sober for seventy four days, and uh-huh. then I relapsed eight days ago just on weed. So I've okay. been smoking weed for six days, and the last two days I've been smoking CBD cigarettes to get off the weed. Yeah, it's a good trick. Um, just smoke CBD. Um. That's why my voice is all fucking raspy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've been, the reason I started smoking is because I was really depressed because um, this path, so it's all tied in. Mm-hmm. Fucking look at those circles, bro. Be God damn. Um, <laughs> but another thing is that I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm letting myself be confident and I'm letting my, giving myself props for this because when I was using I used to lose my train of thought all the time. Yeah. I've had this ability to express myself for a long time, but f- since I've gotten soberer, I've been able to like close those circles yeah. better and it feels so fucking good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah so, be co- but be confident in yourself. Like you really, like you are inspiring me with words like no other. And just like making me think about what's around me, what's inside of me. Bro, that it, shit like means a lot. That's like, what, that's that evolution thing I'm talking about. That yeah. is at the root of it all. I think that we should be really supporting human beings in observing the world around them. Yeah. And thinking about the world around them yeah. rather than just taking everything for like yeah. granted and grain of salt and like, and you, taking no, everything and you, tell, and you talking to me like this makes me want to like, after this, once you leave, like talk to my Juliet about it and mm-hmm. like really just like, it's a slow hit the it's, journal. It's it. Yeah, true. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> but we need community. We need yes. people to remind us. We need to remind each other about these concepts. And that's why the next chapter. So, um, to kind of the next chapter, the next chapter, the next that's page, the title of this podcast. <laughs> the next chapter. Hell, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, for real, the next book even, bro. Fuck. <laughs> um, uh, so, all right. So I have told, no one this yet i've told cassie my ex-girlfriend and one of my best friends and my mom mm-hmm. who's also one of my best friends it's cassie and my mom my two best friends yeah and basically my only friends honestly like you know i have a lot of friends but they're not really in my life yeah you know it's like 
I spend a lot of time alone and I've been on this fucking like really dedicated spiritual path and no one's here with me and it's yeah. really lonely and it's really hard to do it alone. And so when I moved to Los Angeles, I was trying to check a box. I was trying to do something. I was trying to have some sort of purpose. I'm a creative guy. So Los Angeles, here yeah. I come. I know people down there. I got paths to take, so let's do it. Yeah. Went down there, didn't work out. Overwhelmed, not a city guy, drug use, felt just not, I could go into it for a long time, yeah. but I'm not at a place of judgment right now. So it's just not for me, not yeah. my style at the moment. And so I dip out of there. I had a bunch of health issues that ar arisen. Mm -hmm. And I think it was the universe or my body rejecting the idea of Los Angeles. And so I was facing like a ton of challenges and it was just pushing me out. And so I left and then, uh, I was going through so much challenge and so much change that I was just super overwhelmed and I was still using at this point. And it had really just become like an excuse to like try and find something else. So I was like, Oh fuck, I'm running out of ideas. Yeah. So like drugs give me ideas. So like I just kept on ripping uh -huh. acid and ketamine and just trying to like think and think and think what to do, what to do, what to do. Like, what do I do next? Okay. I need to accept these things. And then, okay. So if I stay in Portland then I can have a, I can just like do drugs cause that makes me feel okay. And then like, I'll just like be creative and like drugs make it creative. So like, I'm going to just keep doing that. And like, yeah. and so 82 days ago today, um, I took a, a lot of acid and yeah. um, I w had this super long day filled with just constant expression. Like I was just talking, 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 recording all these things, yeah. thinking, 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 expressing, expressing, expressing. And it started to like, I literally went through these yesterday for the first time. Uh -huh. Uh, because I, in the past five months, I've had 542 voice recordings and I <laughs> had to fucking organize them all. Um, and so on September 16th, maybe 18th, um, there's a huge fucking stack of recordings. And as they go on, my tone starts to change and the topic starts to change. And I, you can, it starts with like this excitement, like, and this is how it used to feel like it was like, oh, my God, I'm going to do this and this and this. And, and this is an incredible thing to think about. And like it ties into this. And it's yeah. like and then I started to cut a little deeper. And it's like, OK, but at the root of that, it's like, what's really the point? And it's like at the root of this, like, what's really the point? Like, isn't that just ego? Like, isn't that just devolution? Like, isn't that just like distraction? Isn't that? And it just starts to get like shorter and shorter voice memos. And they start to get like more condensed to this concept of like, you know, reduction and like a detachment from ego and a detachment from my past. And it's like, wait a second. Like this is all the shit that I keep on trying to do is the shit that's been causing me pain forever. And, and so at the end of the night I did acid all day. And at the end of the night I started ripping out the K and I did a, I probably did like 300 milligrams of ketamine in like an hour. Um, and I, came out of this K-hole and I basically, I don't even think I got this on recording, but I just said everything that's truly important doesn't need to be written down. And I just lost my ego. Like I felt wow. my soul leave my body, like in a, not a good way. So 
I have been identifying as a writer for yeah. a long time. Uh-huh. That is what I put my value in. Yeah. I said, I say, I am a creative person, A, but I'm a writer. At the base of it all, I come up with ideas. I yeah. write things down. And then I took a bunch of drugs and I realized that writing is not important. Yeah. And so I completely lost my identity. Like I completely uh-huh. lost value. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I felt this, bro, I felt this energy leave my body. Oh, by the way, before this occurred, it got to the point where I had laid out every one of my possessions on the carpet Whoa. to see what I wanted to keep in my life. Cause I was like totally dedicated to this minimalist path. And like, this has been a thing I've been on forever. So like I was going to the point where I was getting kind of schizophrenic and I was like, I had everything laid out on the ground, like in its own little space so I could look at it all. Yeah. yeah like yeah. see what Whoa. everything means in my life, you know, uh-huh. cause every physical possession that we have as a tether to our, our consciousness, yeah. everything that we own, quote unquote, creates space in our brain that, you know, is used up. And so I lost my soul. Like I really felt like my soul left my body, my identity, like everything that I had valued in the past was invaluable. Yeah. All this shit that I had, that I had claimed was my personality, all this shit that was going to be my path. Like this is how I'm going to create value for myself. It's all fucking stupid and it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It's basically what I was telling myself. Wow. So I felt my soul leave my body and the next morning I was extremely suicidal. I thought really? there was no point living anymore like okay i've done it all i've experienced everything this life have to offer and i've come to the conclusion that it doesn't matter and that that's it like yeah yeah, i've got words that people could hear but there's a lot of other words other places you know it's like yeah i've got uh i'm good at acting but there's a lot of other actors i'm good at writing there's a lot of other writers you know it's like why i I don't matter self yeah truly don't matter yeah and so the whole day that day um the first half of the day, you know, I barely slept, whatever. I just sat on the couch, just like so fucking suicidal and depressed. And, and then I went to the store and bought some weed, smoked it, felt better. Got that little like initial kind of manic like energy. Yeah. yeah. And I was like reflecting on that and I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, well, that's good that I felt that. Cause it's important to feel that low sometimes. And like, well, that makes sense yeah. that it all escalated into that. And then went to sleep, woke up the next morning wanted to die and so i lasted a few hours and then i called the suicide hotline and i said like i'm ready yeah. like what do i gotta do uh-huh. i don't want to live anymore but i want to want to live yeah and so you know this is i've been suicidal for a long time and it's something that I'm super willing to be open about. It's something I think is super important to be open about. I think it's such a taboo topic that does not need to be taboo. I think yeah. it's so important to bring awareness to the really common thought yeah. of killing oneself. Yes. It's not that strange. I think a lot yeah. of people think about it. I don't think many people have been to the depths that I have been. Yeah. But it will prevent a lot of people getting there if we just talk about it more. Yeah. So it's something I want to be open about. And so I called the suicide hotline i called my brother and he took me to a inpatient psych ward and so for five days i was in a psych ward in scrubs Damn. yeah and going to multiple groups per day um for drug treatment and suicidal ideation 
I was on a 15 minute watch, so I couldn't have any, anything in my room. No, no pens, no, uh, nothing sharp. Like they would do door checks 24 hours a day, 15, every 15 minutes, make sure everybody's okay. Yeah. And, uh, on the fifth day I felt my soul come back into my body. Whoa. Yeah. And so I was like a shell of a human being when I first got there. Yeah. Like, and then. Was it like a specific, like, or just kind of random? And I really hope that it's in my journal because this is the type (laughs) of shit that it's like, I produce so much stuff out of my brain that the most important things just kind of like get pushed to the wayside. But that's what I was doing yesterday. Organizing all those fucking things is like, I just put everything into folders except the most important shit that I need to hear right now Uh is going to go in my little personal podcast. If you want to call it. Yeah. Um, I can't remember exactly what happened, but I do remember the feeling of like, whoa, like all of a sudden some phrase I heard maybe because of, yeah. you know, me with my words, but it's like something happened and I just felt like, damn, like, okay, like I can, I can actually like survive this yeah thing. Like there's actually value in existing. Um, and so that's when I got sober and I went 74 days, the longest I've been sober since I was 13, which is not that uncommon yeah. if you actually think about it. You know, it's like pretty rare for yeah. people to actually go sober for more than like a week. Um, and, uh, yeah. So from that point, um, I really knew that there's a, there's a, Shia LaBeouf is an interesting man. <laughs> And uh, he's someone that I think that we should really pay attention to because, you know, he has admitted to beating his wife yeah, or partners. I don't, I don't know the whole story, but, and so that as a society, we say, okay, he's officially invalid. Yeah. We're officially alienating this person. Nothing that they can say is ever good again. You know, it's yeah. kind of how we treated X um, and how we treated a lot of people. And, he did a podcast recently, the first one that he had done since all these accusations came out. And I don't think that he's a still don't think he's in a good mind state. I'm not saying everything that he's saying is should be taken at face value. Yeah. 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 But he is a very intelligent human being and he's very remorseful about what he's done. Yeah. And people who are in that state have a lot of good value, have a lot of things to share. Yeah. It's like, that's why I think alien, like that's why I think alienating people. That's why I think the you know prison system's all fucked, and that's why I think our judgments of each other and our polarizations of each other is so fucking stupid, and it's so devolving because it's taking away these. I want to know what it's like to be seen by the world for beating your wife. I want to know what that's like. I want to know what it goes through your head. I want to yeah. know what experiences you have. You know, like I don't want you to get. I don't want you to die. Yeah. I don't want you to get locked in a prison cell for the rest of your life, Put especially because it takes yeah. money out of our pockets. But, and we talked about this last time, but, um, you know, I want to hear what you have to say. I, 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 like, I love watching Marilyn Manson. I mean, maybe this is why people are obsessed with fucking yeah, all this true crime true shit. Crime. It's a fucking circle. You're Cause it's like, back. what do you get? Like, what, where does your mind go? You know, like what pushes yeah. a person to go this far? Um, and he shared this, a couple of things that re- were really valuable for me. Um, and one of them was this phrase, I can't call it. It's this, uh, it's this old par- parable 
I'll try to tell it quickly. Um, Chinese farmer and his son are having are going on hard times, and they have this horse that is basically the entire foundation of everything they have left. Because with this horse, they're able to plow their dirt and just produce enough food for themselves. And then the horse runs away, just jumps over the fence, dips out into the mountains. Yeah. The son goes into the house and he says, Dad. Our horse is gone. We're fucked. And dad says, can't call it. I don't know what this is. Next day, horse comes running down the mountain with a whole pack of horses behind it. Brought all of his friends, all these wild horses. And so now they're selling horses. They're training horses. They're selling horses. But the son, you know, the, the father's too old to deal with these big beasts. And so the son's taken over and he's behind one of these horses one day. He doesn't know how to do this. He's never done this before, but he's just kind of making it work. And he's behind the horse and he touches the horse the wrong way. And the horse kicks him in the leg, breaks his leg. So now, son's inside. They can't take care of these horses. Dad can't take care of these horses because he's too old. They're fucked. There's no, they got nothing. And the dad says, can't call it. Next day, the, the Japanese army comes to the mountains and they say, we need your son. We're going to war with China. He needs to come with us right now. He says, he can't. His leg's broken. And all 8,000 of those soldiers go and get killed the next day. So it's like, yeah can't call it yeah you know i like that yeah it's fire like it's fire and it's really made me it's like one of those things where it's like oh yeah that's you know that's pretty basic can't it's lit um <laughs> it's pretty basic yeah you can't call it. You, you know everything happens it's us to, up to us to find a reason whatever it's yeah. like but it's really made me look at like gratitude yeah it's like daily bro, hourly set. if yeah. i didn't go to that psych ward if i didn't take that acid if i didn't come back from LA if I wasn't passionless if I wasn't pathless then it wouldn't have pushed me this hard to go yeah. this hard yeah you know like I'm grateful for that I've survived and yes. I'm grateful for the challenges um but the other the other thing that I got from that podcast was uh this is fucking funny um super vulgar um there's way better ways to say this and I'm sure I could think of one on the spot but I'm just gonna say what he said um he said, if you go to the doctor and you see, and the doctor x-rays your chest and there's this big black cloud in the center of your chest, and he says, you're fucked. Like, you're doomed. You're going to believe that doctor. And if he says, the only way that you can remove this black cloud from inside your chest that's going to kill you is if you go outside, take a dog's nuts and staple it to your forehead. <laughs> you're going to go outside, you're going to find a dog, and you're going to staple that dog's nut to your forehead. Yeah. Most likely. Yeah, I probably would. <laughs> and for some reason, when it comes to addiction, we don't do that. It's like, yeah, my addictions will kill me. Like that, it clearly almost just did and yeah. it has almost many times before and that's why he brought it up it's like you know a doctor can't if you keep on surviving overdoses like it's pretty obvious that you're on the brink of death but it's like if you haven't overdosed yet or if you're a you know a chronic eater or a you know uh xyz yeah that is ending your life it's it's taking your life away but it's not on an x-ray and there's not a black yeah. cloud right there. It's more of a spiritual black cloud. For some reason, we don't go grab the dog's nuts and staple it to our forehead, yeah. you know? And so that's why 
I'm grateful for that experience. And like, you know, that is my black cloud. And it's like, fuck man. Like if we don't, if I don't, and I think that this is going to occur for society on a mass scale. I think that if you want to, well, this is pretty fucking cool. If you want to look at, um, <laughs> if you want to look at projections, you look at outliers. Like if you want to look at where something is heading, you pay attention to finite pieces of it. Like we can hear someone, a tweaker yeah. in the streets yeah. screaming right now. Oh yeah. She's, she's here. Yeah. She's moving. She's and we can local. hear this tweaker talking into this microphone right now. <laughs> These people exist and they're existing on a larger and larger scale by the day. That is a black cloud that is forming, Ooh. you know? Yeah. And so I feel like, whoa. Yeah. I feel like I am addressing it for me and I'm doing this path for me. Yeah. But inherently it's for all of us. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, even if I never share a thought again, even if I completely throw this fucking computer bag away and my phone away, like I thought about doing a million times. <laughs> still be helping the the world in our collective consciousness i think i'll still be helping by doing what is right for me and eventually society works yeah i I know you yeah yeah that's something i think i shared last time is like the understanding that there's there's been a chaotic comfort in the awareness that there is no damage that humans can do that will completely destroy nature. Yeah. It's only going to destroy us yeah. and a lot of animals along yeah. the way. Yeah. But there will still be, even if the ozone gets cranked, there's yeah. still going to be microbiomes. Yeah. You know? And that's a very beautiful thing. Wow. But we do have a chance. We are the most evolved. Well, actually, we don't know for sure that we're the most evolved. True species that's ever lived on this specific planet or the galaxy universe whatever we don't know that for sure but right now we have it a very evolved species yes. with a lot of fucking potential yes a lot of fucking potential yes and there's a uh, a chance that that we don't have to crumble completely yes. i think there's a pretty good chance that we're going to crumble in a lot of ways and i think it's going to be just like me going to the psych ward yeah it's going to be valuable shit god <laughs> damn <laughs> wow some of the world needs to hear this why is this a- <laughs> this podcast needs to be broadcasted to the sky right now. <laughs> i mean wow i think so i mean i don't i don't think i'm that wrong <laughs> no you're not I, don't, I also don't think no. right or wrong is appropriate i i know what you mean yeah. i know what you mean you're putting a good perspective that i can understand thoroughly like <sighs> wow yeah I, I honestly i was kind of hindered during that train of thought because there was something that you had said that i was kind of dilly-dallying around i can't remember what the original what did i say question was oh what were you doing what like the very beginning like i, I guess um what what do you have planned from here on out? So what are you doing Physically. tomorrow? <laughs> Where are you taking your physical being? Um, great. I like that. Um, yeah. So let's see. I shared the psych ward thing and 
because of the psych ward thing, I kind of was like, I'm a lot more like all or nothing. Like I'm going to get those fucking dogs nuts. Yeah. And, and I, uh, kind of realized like I really need to tap into the truth the inherent and soul-filled truth that has been it's like CJ it's like the name there has been this urge there's been this path that's been sticking around for a long time the concept of Portland has been sticking around for a long time. The concept of Los Angeles has been sticking around for a long time. The concept of music, the concept of acting, the concept of writing. Those have all stuck around for a long time. Yeah. But those are dip. The concept that's been sticking around for a long time is getting my body in as healthful routine as possible. Getting my mind in as healthful routine as possible. Yeah. That's been sticking around for a long time. That's uh, been sticking around since the dawn of consciousness. Yeah. But yet, I keep on fucking putting writing first. I Dude. keep on putting acting first. I keep on putting Los Angeles first. I, I keep, keep on- put, putting this. <laughs> like, but I feel it inside me. Like, I really do. Like, I want to live the most healthy life possible. Yeah. And like, I think that's an inherent thing with really animals. Is. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's... We don't have to worry about it that much anymore and so i am forcing myself to worry about it yeah that's great i am getting to the point where i'm gonna end my life if i don't worry about it you know it's gotten to that point yeah not i'm not saying right now i'm saying in the past it's gotten to that point where it's like bro i can't lie to myself anymore yeah i know that at my heart of hearts i will never be able to write the true word without first living the true walking the true walk i'll never be able to talk the true talk until i walk the true walk and at my hardest of hearts i know the people that i respect the most are the ones that are able to sit in silence in my hardest of hearts i know the people that i respect the most are the ones that are able to run the farthest because they have put in the fucking work to make their back not hurt yeah you know to make their mind not hurt it's i think that the reason that i have let go and this is still a battle that i'm struggling with every day the reason one of the biggest reasons that i've let go of the stigma around my privilege and my race and how i don't have a say in people's struggles because i've never know what it's like the true value of a dollar i don't know what it's like to be a uh a immigrant i don't know what it's like to be a minority like so therefore like who am i to say how the world should work you know I finally have let that go because I've experienced so much goddamn pain in my life. Yeah. Just, bro, so much fucking pain. Like, it, yeah. the amount that I feel on a daily basis is fucked up. It's truly fucked up. And it's like, I need to put the work in to survive this consciousness. Yeah. Whatever the divine consciousness or God or me, whatever I've created inside this noggin... I got to find out how to survive it. Yeah. And then I can tell a very, very true story. Yeah. You know, then I can survive to, it's like I was sharing with my friend the other day. It's like, we get obsessed with 
hearing artists' perspectives from a dark place while they're in it. But the truer word, the more valuable word comes from the reflection, not the experience. Yeah. I want to know what it was like for someone once they're out of that place. I want to hear the recordings that I have of me overdosing. I have fucking recordings of me writing suicide notes. I have recordings of me literally overdosing and hitting the ground and losing breath, losing consciousness. I have that on on record. Damn. And I want to hear those. Yes. Those are something that I'm willing to share in the future. Yeah. But what I would rather hear is this right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, From a good place. I want to hear why I got there. Cause when you're in it, it's so convoluted, so diluted, so fucking lost. Lost is one of the best words. Yeah. Um, I know what you mean. And yeah. we value it too much. We we don't value people that make it to 28. We value the 27 club too much. We value the, the true crime too much. We value yeah. that bullshit. Instead, we value uh, ostracizing um, fucking LaBeouf instead of yeah. letting him recover. We value locking people up instead of rehabilitating them. You know, it's... Yeah. It's gnarly. Well, you're working on on a way to s- not say we anymore. Like as in you you won't see life in that way. Mm. Or, you know what I mean? Damn, yeah. I, 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 that was bad. No, that was no, that was good cuz we cuz we last time we talked, we talked about this concept of you, we, i, us. Yeah. Um damn. No, that's something that's uh, I'm I'm glad you said that because that's something I've been thinking about a lot lately. It's something I actually very recently had a restructure of awareness about that (laughs) because I do think it's very disconnecting when someone says you need to do this. You need to do this. I don't because I'm perfect. Like I'm telling you what to do. It's like one of my least favorite things about a lot of gurus and modern day writers and all that kind of shit is like they're saying they're uh redacting themselves from the equation because I am perfect and I'm enlightened. Yeah. And that's really valid. That's really interesting that you said that. It's gonna that's gonna make me think a lot. Um because that's something I've been battling with, especially in my voice recordings, is I've kind of developed a new awareness around talking to myself where when I was in that self compassion retreat full circle is that I learned had the awareness was to I, I through this group experience realized that I had been talking to myself I had been telling myself to do things with the same voice that I have loathed my entire life I was using the same tone tone is the most important shit in the world mm-hmm. I was using the same tone as every coach every parent every teacher that's ever been why aren't you doing this you yeah. need to do this yeah, to yeah, get yeah, better yeah, yeah. this is going to change your life and you need to do it yeah, CJ yeah, yeah, you yeah, need yeah, to do yeah, it yeah. not I want to do it this is going to yes. make me feel so good God this huh. is truly what I want to do it's yeah. like yeah I've had glimpses of that but when it comes down to it when I'm at my worst times I'm talking to myself like a fucking yeah. military huh. sergeant, you know? That is crazy, yeah. That's where self-compassion comes from, is talking to ourselves like a child, you yeah. know? It's like, how do we show ourselves the love that we show to our friends, our friends, our family, our pets, you know, our, our children? Yeah. How do we communicate with ourselves in a more compassionate way? And so... Has your tone changed a lot, like, recently? 
or get, at least are you working on it? Or more I'm working aware on of it. it. I'm I'm way more aware of it. I'm working on it, and it's really interesting because I am at a very hmm by description. I am at a very peaceful place. I'm at a place without an inner dialogue. Yeah. I'm at a place that doesn't require there to be a coach because I've identified my path. And the only thing I have to do is take the next step, yeah. you know, but I'm still depressed because nothing's happening right now. The reason I can't leave is because I have these health issues that I got to deal with American insurance to get fixed. Yeah. And I'm grateful for that. Whatever. Yeah. Glad that there's doctors out there and, this, that, and the other thing. Don't want to complain about that. Yeah. But I am actually very, again, super fucking grateful for this time. Mm-hmm. Where I have nothing going on. I am sitting in my room with not a single desire, urge, creative endeavor, th- next thing I want to buy, next show I want to watch, yeah. next person I want to fuck, next friend I want to meet, next... I don't care about any of that. Yeah. All I want to do is go. Yeah. I want to go leave this country i want to go sign up for one of these work at a hostel work at a school work at a farm work at a pet sanctuary work at a monastery volunteer experience learn teach i want to go do that and until i get this surgery that i gotta have i can't yeah but i already got out of my apartment in portland so i'm living in lake oswego where nothing goes on yeah i can't get a job because I'm only going to be here for a month yeah. longer and I pretty much stopped selling everything. I mean like that takes no effort. I already have everything posted. So like, yeah, I make a couple sales every once in a while, but all I got to do is box it up and ship it. Yeah. I don't have my yoga studio anymore. I, I joined another one, but it's a bunch of old people in Lake Oswego and they have way less classes and I don't have all these sober meetings. Cause I have to drive 30 minutes both ways to even get to them. So I'm alone. Yeah. And I got nothing going on and the dialogue gets negative when I'm unaccepting of my own ability to remain in practice. I have this I have this belief that's very unfounded that I should be able to be meditating the entire time. Yeah. I should be doing yoga eight hours a day. Yeah. You know, yeah, I should yeah, be yeah. able to fill my time with productive productive yeah even those are, fill your time and productive yeah, art it's like, those are against the way yeah, yeah 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 you know it's like those are against what i'm striving for like the other day i had a kind of an anxious anxiety attack and yeah. i thought about you know for the first time in a long time i was kind of like suicidal for that moment and i was like i would rather die than keep on freaking out about all this shit or I could just let it go. Yeah. And then I realized like, oh my God, that's the, you know, the <laughs> thing I keep reminding myself that I'm literally letting everything yeah. go. It's like, why am I tripping? And yeah. it, even that is a, is an unnecessary yeah. judgment of self. Yeah. Why am I tripping? Why are you tripping? Yeah. Why can't you just let go? Why can't you, do you yeah. need that you need to, why to, why to? Well, I think it's also like hearing you say that it's like, it's always going to be a process yes and it's not it's never going to be it's never going to be perfect, perfect how you ima- I want to imagine the poisonous it. word yeah 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 <laughs> but like i think as as hard as some days can be as anxious as some days can get it's always like 
it the moment is really important what's the fucking uh saying with the horse can't call it can't call it so good so good i'm gonna if i start getting into tattoos i'm gonna get that one yeah can't call it too can't call it um but also it's just like you've gone through so many things recently like being sober for how like 74 74 like that's not a long time in the grand scheme of things like you're still learning you're still growing as a person you're still changing you're still evolving and it's like it's it's things aren't going to be forever like bro your 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 mindset will always evolve and change but for the better like you're on the right path yeah you know you are you put yourself in the position to do that yeah and i think that's that's really really important right there position yeah because that's what it is is that I was just telling Tommy this, I, there's this, there's this awareness that I had recently. It's like trying to get sober in Portland for me is like trying to get sober in a house full of drugs. <laughs> I know every single dealer. Yeah. I got every friend that I can use with, and I know every place that you can go yeah. once you're using. Yeah. And so it's like, I got to have some self compassion around the awareness that I am trying to be a monk and a yogi alone in yeah. my bedroom yeah you know it's like we are That's, not meant to do yes, this yes yes we're not meant to as an artist work 40 hours a week and be expected to also thrive in art yeah we should be supported by our community yeah. and our friends to make this art you know it's it's you shouldn't be you know i think there's a ton of value in creating alone but it's like you are a perfect example where it's you do podcasts on your own and it gets old yeah you know you want to have guests on the pod like you want to interact with people like being alone gets old and i think that there are outliers i think there are people that were meant to be isolated and and that's just the way that they're wired and that those do not doesn't mean they're wrong yeah um it might mean that back in the day they would have get been eaten by wolves sooner and not procreated but that's whatever (laughs) yes it's not the reality today yeah and that's not necessarily what i'm voting for but it's just it's just interesting um i think that uh i think yeah i think um i'm really grateful for my depression and i'm really grateful for the space that i've had to experience what it's like to have nothing yeah to have nothing going on to be i'm living i'm currently sleeping on the floor and living out of a backpack in my own home wow because that is what I want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it feels good. It's like I, you know, I have, I'm not going to bring these sweats, this hoodie or my rain jacket. So like those are extra things that I have and like a couple extra pairs of shoes just because I have them. Yeah. Like I'm going to bring one pair of shoes. I'm going to bring uh, two pair of pants that zip off into shorts. <laughs> nice. Plus two shorts, two shirts, one packing rain jacket uh two tank tops like nine pairs of underwear <laughs> i'm considering reading my laptop but it's like i don't really want to and yeah like, <sighs> yeah the yeah dude i so i this conversation is gonna make me think a lot not be necessarily well yes because of the content of the conversation but the experience of conversing yeah. with me too of course it's Me too. just the exchange of being understood and like yeah. moving forward together yes it's like that is what i 
love and what I need in my life. And it all comes down to this, bro. I don't even need to say what I'm saying right now <laughs> because if I just survive another two weeks, then I will be able to make the next decision. It's yeah. Like, it's You're like, in a limbo. I'm in a limbo. And it's yeah. so fucking weird. But I weird. think that's that could be a, like a learning experience. Can't of call like, it. Dude, you're, you can't call it. Like <laughs> literally, like the limbo as much as it fucking it's a it's a wave of white water just going choppy water like it has to be it has to be god that's so something like it has to be there has to be you're you have to endure it no i'm really like i said i'm grateful for it i could i could list i could laundry list all the things that have come out of it but i'm not going to but it's really cool you just said you said totally it's so the duality is a word that i'm trying to understand more but the juxtaposition the uh interesting two pete to two sides the yin and yang to every everything that you just said that you just verbalized is you're in this state of limbo and it feels like whitewater those are two very (laughs) different words limbo is when you're floating in nothing white water is when you're getting chopped around into yeah i didn't even notice that shit but it's so real because that in itself is the fucking macro concept of what we're talking about yeah. here. It's that, and that, and and so I guess to be specific is like, through this state of limbo, I'm experiencing the power of the mind. Like I'm experiencing yeah. the power of the un, and the and the the daunting effect of the un bothered the unoccupied mind and that in itself is the fuel for my practice yeah that seeing this feeling this uncertainty this confusion this depression this anxiety this this force that's the scary thing that's why i'm doing this yeah that's why i'm going on this journey you know yeah so inspiration to be able to fucking kayak that white water baby oh yeah. <laughs> yeah oh chapter three of the pod my pits are sweaty <laughs> my 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 brain is in a pure state of bliss knowledge inspiration gratefulness I feel really blessed to have you here today, even more than I. My expectations were not even wow. as high as this could be. You know, yeah. I feel like I, I feel like I'm high on life right now, and I it's, feel the same way. I, I truly like. I really appreciate it. I'm so glad you came. Today. Thank you. There's a there's a quote um, from Ram Dass, who he and his wife at the time. Uh, took LSD with Alan Watts yeah. at their house in California. And he said that Alan Watts talked for eight hours straight <laughs> and that he couldn't get a word out. And he had judgment. And then he realized by the end of it, he said, Alan was just talking for all of us. That's so, oh my God. Yeah. And, and, uh, Whoa. and I want to, I want to be, Oh, wouldn't you know it? Alan Watts is one of my biggest inspirations. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, that is really, that's how I feel. Like, I feel like, I'm, yeah, it's like a stream of consciousness together. We're sharing it 
yeah together and i came in here pretty depressed like i you know I, I was i was i was higher because i spent time with tommy um but you know i was like oh man like i'm getting off the weed right now and like I'm, yeah i'm not feeling very good and like i'm not gonna be able to have the conversation do thing. yeah do my thing, well like, i'm gonna be honest too like i've been feeling pretty fried these last two days just like work and like trying to stay inspired and like this is really just like put a pep in my step a little jolt in me my too. body and like the best way you know me too yeah um i appreciate you man. appreciate you too yeah so just to tie it off i guess um because i really value um this is something we talked about before i really value the concept of like even if you know this isn't a popular podcast or to to if i were to post so okay i'm thinking about there's a i'm possibly thinking about starting to vlog yeah like capturing having more motivation to go out and do interesting things and talk about my experiences because i really want to share this i really want to yeah. share these stories and i want to connect with people and i think probably the best thing for me to do is wait a little bit until i've you know had a little bit more offline time and experience mm-hmm. um but i think you know making statements like this and then putting it on the internet for anyone to see is like that is in my opinion yeah. is the uh, the most important thing about social media is yeah. it's a statement piece yeah you know it's like this is who i am and yeah. this is what i'm doing yeah. and so and it, the the way people can listen to this is like i gained so much from this conversation the fact that people can just listen to it as well and feel and think about the same things we talked about is like so important yeah we don't we shouldn't uh we shouldn't um we shouldn't put a price on information yeah 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 I think you should vlog. That be, I mean, I love a fucking. If you were just walking around like talking, like, <laughs> I'd fuck with like in a fucking forest or something. Yeah, I would definitely. Uh, you know, can't me. go wrong with one of those videos on YouTube. Yeah, just like a title that's like my thoughts right now, like something yeah. like the anything. first. The first one was the first one. I I I literally just I was watching. Have you ever heard of Yes Theory? No, it's like these dudes that travel the world and do crazy cool like charitable adventures. Yeah, um, and they're really positive. And I was watching one of their videos last night and I was just like, fuck man. Like I really feel like I could provide people with the hunger that I have. Like I could plant more seeds of mindful adventures. Yeah. Like, like something I, I, I looked at a bunch of different people that do this and there's this piece of like, because, because you're not going to find a monk vlogging yeah there's this disconnect yeah. between mindfulness and vlogging yeah and like yeah, you know yeah, yeah. content creation and i think that could be a niche that i could really fall into yeah. um, if i'm able to control that attention yeah attention is very dangerous um, yeah that would be a it is it's, it's a weird conundrum to have like right that. it's like a, it's like how am i supposed to spend a year in a monastery and yeah. be a vlogger at the same yeah, time yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. we'll see yeah there's only one way to find out yeah but at the end of the day um the internet is a very powerful and beautiful place and I think that it has a lot of potential, just like the human race does. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Episode of Wednesdays with Matthew, number Tuesday. 131. <laughs> hey. We were recording this on a Wednesday, folks. Everyone, have a beautiful day. It's actually I being hope. recorded while you're listening to it. Yes. It's live. Wow. Um, I hope everyone listen to that conversation and and really took 
took it in really because I did and and it was it was wowie kablawie kazooie kazam <laughs> um everyone have a beautiful rest of the week um enjoy what you have be grateful and uh we'll see you next week namaste arigato <laughs> <laughs> yeah.